To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should. And we're perfectly okay with that. We're, yeah, we're really okay with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely okay with that. <laughs> maybe, maybe an understatement, maybe just slightly, maybe a little more than okay, you know. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. Hey, y'all, I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. And uh, hey, guess what? That's legitimate again, because I can actually book Universal and Disney vacations once again. And I'm so happy about that. Uh, you can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. Well, I was about to jump in and cut Jane off and say, I'm like, you know, you, you can also find Jane in a Disney theme park. That's right. She may you have done can. that today. <laughs> and uh, we're not jealous about that at all. Oh, no. I, I wasn't refreshing my feed and then being like, no, don't look, don't look. <laughs> Teresa and her spoilers. <laughs> I, I had honestly taken like so many pictures and so many videos and everything, but like the sun is so bright, I couldn't even see my screen to post after a while. So I came home and I posted a bunch of stuff, but um, I still have more to go. So lots to say. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear it. Uh, that's, that's what we're here for. Uh, we want to know what it's like to go to a theme park during a pandemic. Tell us, Jane. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I will start by saying it's 97% good. 97. All right. 97. Yeah, I mean, there's some improvements, right? Like, nothing's ever perfect. I, I'll be honest. I expected you to come in lower because if you guys don't know Jane well enough, Jane's uh, the straight shooter. She will tell you like it is at all times. And she, as much as she loves Disney she's never ever giving Disney a pass. At least that's my impression of her whenever we have our discussions uh, off mic. That's generally how they, they come about. Is she, 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 not, she don't mess around, y'all. She, look, she's from Long Island. And <laughs> let me just tell you, that New York comes out <laughs> when she gets mad if Disney's not doing things right. Uh, so for me to hear you say 97%, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Come on, tell us more. I went to Animal Kingdom today as part of the annual pass holder preview, and I'll be completely honest, I have not been to Animal Kingdom in almost a year, so that tells you how often I go to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> this little part of me, I used to drive up and down, there's a road that goes behind Animal Kingdom, and I take that road a lot when I used to go to work, um, I used to go that way. Um, and the, a lot of, just a lot of my errands and stuff, I sometimes have to take that road. And every time I go on that road during this whole few months, I would think, oh my God, what's happening with the animals? Like, I know the trainers are there and I know the, you know, they're getting fed and they're cared for, but like, do they think it's weird? Like, are they like, why aren't there cars driving through here every day? Like, why am I not seeing people? So, do, do you think the animals miss us too? That's exactly how I felt. Every day I would be like, I wonder if the animals miss me too. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I was really excited to go back to Animal Kingdom because I wanted to see these animals so bad. We did not go super early. We went about 1030. The park opened at nine. So I can't really give you any insight as to what it looks like when people first get there. What I can tell you is going at 1030 
I was still parked in the very first row of the not the closest parking lot that's laid up against Animal Kingdom, but like the next one over. We were in the first row and they park cars every other car and then after a few rows of doing every other and people leave then they start to fill in the cars in between them so they really are trying not to keep they don't want anybody on top of each other at all Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's no trams so you have to walk in the parks everybody had masks on from the time you get out of your cars everyone parking attendants the toll when you stop to drive in and they check your magic band they had them on every guest had them on you go through uh, the new security which is just walk through and they tell you to take out umbrellas so I guess there's something with that metal Um, but you literally just walk through and the security guards now just wave at you and say things like welcome home (laughs) the temperature check takes two seconds they like shoot a I don't know, laser beam at your head, like it's (laughs) Toy Story Mania, and you're on your merry way. It was really smooth, really easy. It did not infringe on anything. If anything, it was better than it's been in the past. It sounds super hands-off, like social distance Completely. security as well. So that's that's positive, because that's one thing that I've seen a lot of people uh, concerns with is uh, I don't want people going through my bag with their COVID hands and then going through your bag with their COVID hands and then right. passing it you know down the line. So I think this was definitely a an interesting and smart move to possibly mitigate some of that. Yes. Well, even outside of COVID, being somebody who most of the times when I'm going to the parks, I'm going by myself and I always wind up in the security line behind somebody with the stroller and who has five <laughs> different bags in their stroller. So it's nice to It seems like it's going to be just a much smoother, much faster process regardless. Mm -hmm. It's so much faster, so much faster. And then I stopped to take a picture out front of the Animal Kingdom sign, which was amazing because there was no one, (laughs) one other person. And I like waited for them to walk 10 feet and they were out of my photo. When you go to come through the gates, there's no fingerprint. They have iPads. They tap you in. You're on your merry way. I don't know if the um, iPads will stay or if they'll have you still hit the magic band reader and just not do the finger or if it's going to be iPad all the time. Not sure. Right, right. But either way, you're touching nothing. (laughs) Cool. I like it. I like it. Exactly. First thing we did, we went in. We saw the Tree of Life. It was beautiful. We all agreed that everything looked greener. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that tree of life. It must be because there's less, you know, pollution in the world that our leaves got greener on our tree of life. (laughs) (laughs) But somehow everything looks greener. So first thing we did after we laughed about the greenery (laughs) was we headed to Pandora and Flight of Passage. We were like, all right, we are the type of people we won't use a fast pass on Flight of Passage. So take that with a grain of salt. I know that there's plenty of people that love Flight of Passage. We like it, but we are not obsessed with it. Like we're like, Mm -hmm, we can mm -hmm. take it or leave it. So, but we went there first because why not? It said it was 25 minutes. We got to walk through the standby line, which I've never done because stay Disney and don't do standby. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And this was really the first, the first time we started to see like the extra enhancements, I guess. There are, well, I guess it wasn't the first because the actual markers for six feet markers for the line for Flight of Passage, they go completely out to the beginning of Pandora. So they're anticipating that at some point it might, I guess, get long, but it was 
nothing. It, it literally, we walked through the queue, which takes forever. And that was it. I will say that it takes a little bit of time as a guest to get used to. And Patty did warn me of this, the walking. We're so used to just walking at our pace. You walk by people, you're like walking behind somebody. And like a few times we had to say, oh, guys, slow down because we're getting a little too close to the family in front of us. This wasn't even in line. This was just like in the big walkways. There's plenty of space. There's no, no one in these parks. So there's no reason to be walking like on top of any family. And honestly, we would have some people that would kind of walk up on us and we would stop and just let them pass or because there's so much space that every, it's doable. So when you get in the lines, they mark, please stand here. And then six feet away is another, please stand here. So each party can move to the line. If you just watch the party ahead of you when they move to the next one, then you move, which is once you get in the rhythm, you're like, okay, I've got this. And like, it's just retraining our brain. Whereas like, I think we're all just used to like the, the lines moving. It moved an inch. Everybody move an inch. <laughs> like, you don't do that now. Right, right. Yeah. You, you definitely have to, what I, what I felt when I went to Universal <clears throat> was just overall my park experience I was needed to slow way down. I had to watch how I walked, watched how I walked so that I wasn't overtaking too many people or, you know, standing right next to them as we're walking past or, or anything like that. I yeah. really did have to consciously take care of that. And then the same thing in the lines, exactly the same thing. Just pay attention to the people in front of you, look at their feet if you need to. And when they move to the completely move to the other line, then you go ahead. You're not slowing anything down because those lines, if they're not constantly moving, they're they're paced like that and i think the longest line we waited in at universal was hagrid's for 35 minutes i mean 35 minutes that was it so that's nothing guys that's nothing in the summer right yeah it's nothing the one thing that gets a little tricky sometimes is if you're turning a corner because like, mm -hmm. a lot of these right they have like these dark corners or sometimes with the switchbacks which i know teresa you would mention like how are they going to do these switchbacks we're all on top of each other a lot of times when you're turning that corner, the next marker may be more than six feet away. And so a few times we were like, oh, did they just miss putting one down? But then when you look at it, no, it's meant to be that way because they don't want anyone in this area because right next to it is another section of the queue that has three or four of them. So what they've done instead of, let's say, skipping a row or skipping, you know, a, a switchback or something is they've just extended where the next stand point is. Right, right. There is plexiglass, which I would like to call pixie glass. And <laughs> that is not in every section of the ride, but it's in a lot of the sections of different rides. It's kind of themed well. Like we were like, if this didn't go away, we wouldn't be mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's fine. And honestly, like we don't really want to be in people's business when there's no COVID. So great. Right. Right. Let's let's leave those those markers and get people to back up office. And I mean everybody can lean on it and it, nobody touches each other. It's wonderful. That's what I said. You turn with a backpack, you don't hit the guy in the next aisle because right. your backpack hits a wall. No one's sitting on anything. So there's nobody like trying to like climb over. I bet the cast members love that they don't have to tell people to stop sitting on it. Yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. And and the smell. I mean, you know how funky some of those cues can get during the summer. At least when you're spaced out like that and there's a wall in between, maybe, maybe you got some distance between the stinky guy in front of you. I'm just saying, I'm not so mad about the old uh, 
plexiglass uh, glass either. So <laughs> No, I, I was a big fan of the uh, pixie glass. So when they do load you on um, Flight of Passage, Teresa, have you ridden Flight of Passage? I don't want to ruin yes. anything for no, you. No, yeah. <laughs> that one I've been on. Listen, this is know your audience, right? <laughs> so when you um, board Flight of Passage, there's two pre-show rooms. Um, the first one where they scan you, and then the second one where they talk at you. And honestly, again, not a big Flight of Passage fan, so I can't tell you what really happens in either. Except I know the scanning because that room drives me nuts. Well, guess what? You bypass that room. You go straight mm-hmm. to the second room, and there's excellent only three parties. Best in news that ever. <laughs> Best news ever. I hate that dude, and I, I hate that whole so storyline. And I'm just like, come on, man. I uh, let's fly. Uh, stop it, Joe. Uh, just let's go. Kill me. <laughs> Kills uh. me. Kills me. All right. All right. Well, that's good. I like this news. So I'm gonna. I'm sorry, Jane. This may now be a hundred percent, as far as I'm concerned. I'm. I might have to hear. What that 3%, because that goes a long way. That's like bonus points for me. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, so the three little, the three sections they had, they, they asked you to stand on like these big giant red dots. You can't miss them. And then when they load you on the ride, there's space in between your party and the next set of people. And I want to say it was either two or three banshees in between our party and the next party. We made it a point to not touch like the handbars so like we just weren't holding on and obviously like not every rider can do that mm-hmm. there is hand sanitizer as you walk on and there's hand sanitizer at like right as you get off now i have a question so at universal they legit stand there and pump it into your hand but that's not what's happening at disney it's just there for you to use if you so choose Correct. It is on okay. stand. Um, there's no, you know, it's automatic. So you just put your hand under and it spits it out. I don't think I saw anybody bypass it. Okay. On all of the rides that we did, um, I think the only one might have been when we got off Safari that people bypassed it there. We were slathering it on. If we put more on, maybe it'll magically take our weight off. <laughs> it's like the elixir of life as far as we were concerned. I like it. I like it. Then when you come down out of Flight of Passage, you know how it usually exits into the store? Mm-hmm. Well, there's to the right, right before you get into the store, to the right, they have an exit gate open. So you don't have to go through the store. Excellent. Again, bonus points. Excellent. All right. So that was another big one where we were like, oh, check out this little rabbit hole we got out of. <laughs> and that was, I honestly, I only found out because I watched, I don't know, 5 million people's Instagram stories over the last two days, but it's true and it's still there. So it wasn't just a cast thing. Take the rabbit hole. From there, we went to the Navi River ride, which I have ridden once in my entire Disney experience. It was during annual past previews of Pandora. So Jane, this is why you're my person. I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't love Pandora either. I really do like Flight of that Passage, but it's not the end all beat all for me either. I can bypass all of Pandora and I'm totally A-okay with that. So I'm just laughing because I don't think I'd ever heard that you've, <laughs> that you've only been on it that one time. I thought there was a little more than that to be honest, but all right, fair. <laughs> It's another one that I'm like, I'm not wasting a fast pass on it. And I used to wait for it. So this said it had a 20 minute wait time. And I will say it was legitimately a 20 minute wait time. And it was the longest wait of our day. And we were all like, high fives. We rode the ride and we don't have to ride it again for another three years. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. We're the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So overall, what I'm hearing is that rides, ride experiences are slightly altered. Some, something slightly changed. Yes. Um, the plexiglass you liked. Um, how about the biggest complaint or the biggest concern uh, that I see people online is, is people like they can't trust and they don't believe that people can follow instructions or do the right thing. In your overall general experience, did you feel that the folks, you know, can we give APs pats on the back for doing the right thing today? Or was there some concerning behavior that you were annoyed with? And again, for those that don't know, Jane has gone nowhere since March, uh, except to pick up food and back. And that's it. She's, you know, she doesn't take this lightly. She's (laughs) and she does curbside constantly like she's just she's she's not a risk taker when it comes to these things so I also know she's um one of her favorite podcasts is two judgy girls she would she she likes to call herself a judgy girl so go ahead judge away tell me how are the AP holders uh today how did they do they were great oh they were great I and I will say that the real heroes were the kids because these kids wore their masks I never heard a peep out of one child ever mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. ever ever and I heard from some of my friends that were in Magic Kingdom and they had uh, their kids with them and they were like these kids are champs and they've worn these masks no problem they were like we hate them <laughs> <laughs> but our kids are like whatever you just got to do it like you know I I always say that the kids are so adaptable and it's the parents that get in the way and if you for the most part, and then that's not every child. And I totally understand. And, and I, I recognize that there's some children that for various reasons, they absolutely cannot do it. And I, and I get it. I'm not, I'm not judging them by any means. I'm just saying that by and large, most kids, like you tell them, this is the rule. This is what you got to do in order to get Mickey. And they're like, all right, cool. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Yay. Good to hear. But on the topic of masks, one thing I was curious was because we had kind of talked about the exception to wearing the masks, it was either in the the relaxation zones or people, if you were walking and eating something. I'm just kind of curious in terms of like the walking and eating. Did you yeah. see a lot of that? Did cast members like no. tell people there are certain times and places you could do it? So um, what I saw most of was for the majority, everybody had their mask on. I did see somebody that had a an actual rectangle of fabric that they had just cut two slits in on the end and put over their ears and so it dangled like a scarf this was clearly not a face covering that is tight to your face like it didn't meet the rules I don't know how she got in or I don't know if she got in wearing a proper mask and then changed into this other thing (laughs) right we were like, okay, get away from her. And that's exactly what we did. We were like, oh, walk away from this woman. We don't want to be anywhere near her. As for walking, what I did was I purposely brought a water bottle that had a straw. That way I was just able to pull up my mask and drink through a straw, which was easy. I didn't really see anybody that was walking and eating. There's not a lot of snack vendory kind of places open. Like I know somebody had asked about popcorn. I didn't see any popcorn stands open. I know that's different at Magic Kingdom and maybe it'll be different by the time it's like official opening, but there was none of that. Then there was ice cream. So I saw people that would like were eating ice cream, but ice cream doesn't last long. So they were like actually eating, but food wise, no, everybody was pretty good about that. What I did see was people would 
maybe sit like in a corner on a wall or like over by a bathroom by a wall and like while they were sitting and waiting they would like take their mask off Mm -hmm, and it was an area that wasn't necessarily a relaxation station because there are two of them that are in the park one air conditioned and one not highly recommend air conditioning so for the people that took their masks off I didn't see anybody tell them to put them back on but they were also separated like they weren't there was it wasn't like a wall of people that all had their masks off there was one family in that corner and then maybe I walked another five minutes down the road and there was a family in another corner so there were things like that and I was like I could see where Disney would not openly say that that's okay because then right that opens the floodgates for me personally it was fine because they were off in a corner by themselves they're not near anybody they're certainly not near me I was okay with it. How they're going to enforce that, I'm not sure. So that's where I'm like, that's a little bit of my 3%. Gotcha. Gotcha. The other thing is air conditioning. We are, we're Floridians down here, but I don't leave my house, which is what one does in a pandemic. And in my house, it is 65 all the time. (laughs) I wear sweatshirts every day. I love the cold weather, but like, I only love the cold weather within reason. So it was hot and we're just not used to it anymore. Like we were like, oh, we're so out of theme park practice. Like I had to make a list of things to bring and it was just hot. It wasn't the mask. We forgot we had the masks on. It was just overall, hey guys, it's 108 degrees in Animal Kingdom in the middle of July. And because Animal Kingdom doesn't have a ton of air conditioning, like you're not going in and out of rides like Magic Kingdom with that air conditioning. We overheated. So the 19-year-old overheated, as did myself. So that's like a big, I was like, you know what? If I were to do it again, I would definitely eat lunch indoors. We did not. We ate at Satuli because while I don't love Pandora, Satuli is one of my favorite quick service on property. We ate there for lunch and we sat outside and it was nice. We were under a covering, like it was shaded. We sat, we ate, but we didn't get that air conditioning break. And I think that really hindered us. So maybe, maybe that's something, you know, specific to Animal Kingdom to keep in mind, because at the other parks, there seems to be more in and out, more rides that are going to be indoor with some air conditioning to it. So yes, and there is Pizza Safari is one of the relaxation stations and has air conditioning. You can go in, get a table. It's socially distanced. You can take your mask off and relax. We didn't go in there because we kind of didn't need it at that point. But we said like, oh, next time we would probably make it a point to just go in there or just really like pay more attention to making sure that you're getting cooled off. The vinyl, there's vinyl in between the seats on the safari. Because of the vinyl, it's not plexiglass. So it's actual just vinyl sheets that kind of like blow. And because of that vinyl, it stops the flow of air. So usually you get like a nice breeze, no breeze. We were absolutely roasting on the Savannah. So Ew, I don't like that. No, I know. I mean, we also were like riding the safari at 1.30 in the afternoon. So like, I guess hot. that's also one of the reasons that they made, like that they're allowing people to take masks off during that because of the, the lack of airflow from the setup. Well, our driver didn't mention it. So we were kind of like, are we allowed to take them off? Are we not? Like, And like, honestly, like I thought maybe something happened that in the last two days, right? That's what previews are about is just testing and then maybe making changes. I was like, maybe we're not allowed to take our masks off. So every person in our safari car 
wore their mask. And then at the end we got off, but then they were like, no, the car, you know, the, the safari truck, Jeep, whatever that is, the one in front of us, they were allowed to take their masks off. So we think she just kind of forgot. Got it. Got it. So that's another thing. Like, it's true. If we had been able to take it off, we might've felt different because right after that ride was kind of when the 19 year old fell apart and she was like, I need a break. And like, we couldn't figure out like what it was. Like, was it just reality? We think it's dehydration we have to you know we're not used to hydrating to go to disney parks which we're normally used to and just being out in the heat of the day we would never as locals go to a park from 10 o'clock all day long that's just not our gig like we are very oh we'll go in for a couple hours in the morning and leave or we'll go at night obviously with the excitement and everything that was going on you know we we we're going at this time of day and we're just not prepared for it So, but that's where I say, like, those are things that we can control. That's not Disney's fault that I didn't drink enough water. (laughs) But if that's something that you're prone to, then I would say that. And then the, uh, the last thing I would say is mobile ordering for food. They will not let you in the restaurant until your mobile order is ready. So they will, they will tell you there's people at the front. They'll say, have you mobile ordered? Can I see your phone? Is it ready? If it's not ready, they won't let you through. Nope, you have to wait outside. They just, they don't want anybody coming in, taking up tables, getting too close, you know, having people standing around waiting. You're free to wait outside of the restaurant. And um, we were ordering at 12 o'clock. So it took a little bit of time before our order was ready. So I want to say it took us, we walked up at like 11.55 and we didn't get our food until like 12.15. So that's something just to be mindful of if you're eating at a particular time is... You know, if you're not comfortable, like waiting that length of time or something, just be aware. Overall, I mean, I'd go back. We will. We're going to go on Saturday. Well, I'm glad to hear you'll go back, especially. (laughs) Got more parks to go to. (laughs) That's right. So what was what was the bad? What was the stuff that you didn't like? Um, It was just, you know, the like I said, there was the people that were kind of off in the corners. And I don't know how that's going to be police. That was kind of bad. We didn't see any characters, so I do know they were out. I saw on uh, somebody else's Instagram stories that they float by on a barge, but we didn't see any of them, but that's not a safety thing. That's just a... Right, 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 right. (laughs) And I just think it's the getting used to social distancing. That's really it. I mean, other than that, I don't know that there's anything else they could have done. I did get... The one question I did get multiple times on my Instagram today was, are they disinfecting the rides in between riders the answer is no they are not they are from what i have heard i did not see any of it today i did again i saw pictures of it on other people's stories and i had friends in magic kingdom today who said they saw it they shut the rides down every two hours to disinfect i don't know if they really shut them down or if they just circle like cycle out those cars or whatever but We did not see any of that. And so if that's of concern to you, then I would say you may want to take that into consideration that you may not get a freshly cleaned car. I personally brought some Lysol wipes um, from home. I just put them in a little baggie, closed it up, and I had them. But we were distanced enough, and we were really careful not to touch things and just use the sanitizer before and after, and that was enough for us. But obviously, like, every person needs to make that decision for themselves. I saw a lot of cleaning happening at Magic Kingdom. I did see a lot of people um, sharing those pictures. Yes. It 
didn't look like it was every like you said every single vehicle or every like as soon as somebody got off they weren't necessarily cleaning it immediately but but I did see some of that happening over there so I'm assuming that it's happening but they have some schedule you know a schedule plan for it or I don't know some some way of making it making it work the every two hours was the same thing that I heard from people who were there today yeah, yeah. Yeah. Truthfully, there's no one in the park. So it's a big adjustment to understand when there's like the no fast pass thing. We never once would have needed a fast pass. There was everything was a five minute wait. We could have ridden everything multiple over and over again. That's just not our style. We saw parts of the park we've never seen before. We we're like, has this always been here? Yeah, it's been there, but it's just <laughs> right, so, right. <laughs> there was so much that we saw today that we haven't seen in so long. We were like, look at this beautiful doorway that's like off in a corner, but you'd never see it because you're rushing by or it's always crowded and things like that. But we don't need the luxuries that we're used to because those were put in place so that they could handle more people. Well, now there's no people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're good. Good, good. I, I love to hear it. Cast members, how they how they seem to be handling things? Were they, uh, you know, did you talk to any of them? Anybody tell you that they hate their life and didn't want to be there? Just curious. Um, I didn't ask. <laughs> I, I was actually going to ask one, the one cast member at Everest, but he was the guy in the front with the controls and I felt like I probably shouldn't distract him doing it. Yeah, no, don't yeah, let let him let him work, Jane. Let him work. Good, good, good. <laughs> I just wonder how our Franciscos are hanging in there. Well, we ran into one cast member over by Lion King, uh, which is not open, but we were walking from Pandora over to the safari. So there's that like back walk area over there. Well, first of all, we found like this random Simba that I I will post pictures of this. They will definitely be on uh, my Instagram. I'll do a highlight reel or I we might put them on the blog. I don't know what we're doing or put them in show notes or whatever. We found this random Simba that's like hanging out of like a a window or something in one of the buildings. And of course, we're like, we've never seen that before. And so the cast member said that there's a scavenger hunt, which could have been here for a year for all we know. (laughs) And he pointed a couple others out and he said he really worked at Finding Nemo, but because Finding Nemo wasn't open, they moved into Lion King. And then when Lion King wasn't approved to be open, that they said, well, now you're on crowd control. He's like, so I stand over here and there's no one here all day long. So he, so we we kind of talked to him for a couple minutes and he pointed out there was a Pumbaa and we found a Mufasa. Um, so we found some really cool things over there and he seems to be really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> we felt so bad. We're like, he is. He's off in this like kind of beaten path. But yeah, other than that, everybody was really happy and smiley and welcome home and I mean, if it, if it's if they're upset about being there, it certainly did not show. If anything, I thought everybody was more upbeat than usual, and I think I think a lot of them were really excited to get back to work. Good, good. I'm 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 glad to hear that. I mean, I know they. It's just it's a stressful situation, regardless of any way you look at this, and so happy to hear that not only were the guests behaving that they're behaving i hope in part in order to help these uh cast members our franciscos uh feel better about being at work because man that's you know putting yourself out there in the public sphere is hard it's so hard right now so it is i will go to magic kingdom on saturday and um get that take but based on animal kingdom i would say two thumbs up they're doing a great job 
And if you are planning on coming, you know, take the things into consideration and go from there. All right. Anything to add, Teresa? No, like I said, I think we all knew going into this that especially with Disney, they're taking every precaution that they can, uh, not just to keep the guests safe, but to make sure they're keeping the cast members safe. I think we've seen that especially they want to make sure that the cast members have as little that they need to do as possible to enforce the rules that Disney is trying to make sure people have to follow the rules in different ways. I'm glad to hear that your experience was good. I think as they gradually start to increase the number of people with the parks and as we start to get more of the resort guests and day guests going, hopefully this was this was good practice for everybody to kind of get used to the new system. And I'll be very excited to hear how your next couple of visits go, Jane, and Patty, your trip goes. You know, you know, we'll 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 be back to tell you guys about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually most interested in how things look a month from now when everybody kind of settles in and it starts to become old news. Well, that was that was my question about Universal, and that was actually one of the impetus reasons, one of the reasons I wanted to go right when they first opened, because I figured uh, people were going to be on their best behavior right when something first opens and including the cast members, meaning that they're going to be most strict and most like, I, I want to be yelled at, you know, I want, I want everybody to be um, told what to do at all times. I have no problem with that. Right. And so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to go right when things opened, because I assumed that things would slack off and get worse. Well, Tanya, who went to the opening weekend of Universal with me, she was also at cast member or at um, AP previews today for Magic Kingdom. And she was at, uh, she went to Universal later or earlier this week, I think on Wednesday, they went to Universal. She said everything still seems to be trucking right along there. She said it was actually less crowds. She felt like there was less people there than when she had been there during opening weekend. And, but other than that, everybody's still wearing masks. Everybody's still sanitizing. Everybody's still social distancing in her experience. So she was able to compare, uh, you know, about a month apart between the, the, the same park. And she felt like everything was still going well. I said, all right, well, you know, we're the cat, we're the team members, you know, still <laughs> getting on people that weren't wearing their mask right or, you know, standing too close. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, there's definitely some of that. I mean, most of the time though, I don't think you needed it because the people were self-policing in her, you know, when she paid attention to it, that's what she was seeing. So right. that obviously could change at any given moment with any different day with any set of guests that come in. But in her experience, um, both opening and a month later was positive for Universal. So let's keep that rolling with Disney, you know? Yeah. And that's why I have a friend who was at Universal this week, who's never been to Universal before. Um, she was there, there earlier this week, two or three times. And then she came today to Magic Kingdom and she actually thought Universal was more strict than Disney. She, that's what she had said. I haven't been able to touch base with her to find out what exactly, like, I don't know if it's something particular to Magic Kingdom, but from everything that I've, the only thing that I have heard that they're doing differently is what you said, that there's a person that's like, here's your hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and here it's an option. Uh, but again, 99% of the people were like, no, it's not an option. It's, it's what we do now. All right. Only time will tell, right? That's right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so if you have any more questions that you want to throw out to us while I'm heading to the parks, I'm happy to answer them. 
come join us in our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney, or you can always follow me on Instagram, Real Mousewife WDW. I answer all my DMs over there. I was had so many today, um, but I post pretty much about all my adventures in the parks whenever I'm there. And if you're not following Patty over on Instagram, I guarantee you she is also going to be sharing lots of her experiences and her stories over the next oh, couple days. Oh, now you're throwing me under the bus because you obviously have not looked at my Instagram lately. I don't think I've posted <laughs> anything for a month. <laughs> <laughs> But that's because you're you're going to be in Disney. You're going no, to- it's it's true, and and that's that's my love. It's hate. Reason to go back if you haven't been for a while. Patty's Instagram <laughs> to my Instagram. That's my uh that's my love hate with Instagram is if we're not traveling, if I'm not doing anything, like y'all don't want to follow my Instagram for my household daily do nothing of. <laughs> yelling at my kids is that what but is that what you guys want on my Instagram so I I honestly haven't posted a whole lot lately but you are correct I probably will have something going on over there or at the very least in the Facebook group so definitely come join us over on the uh, No Guilt Disney Facebook group and make sure you keep joining us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast because as Patty likes to say it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone bye y'all <laughs> <laughs>